0: that's the second time you dropped that bible since she's been in there Do you confess? Albert, you pierced the toast. So what?
1: I can't lie! Hello, and welcome to Quarantine Confessions. I'm your host, AG, and with me is Jordan Coburn. Hello. No! <laughs> Coco. And Coco. So we are uh, technically on vacation this week, but we're bringing you a quarantine confessions because, you know, why not? And um, we just got back from our little vacation house in uh, wine country. We spent a couple of nights there. That was so nice. Oh, I loved it.
0: Yeah, that was fantastic. I've never been out to Temecula other than just passing through it like in a vehicle. And it's fucking beautiful. Although we did see... An easy up of Trump merchandise being sold on the corner right before the turnoff into the area that the house was in. And fun fact, I had seen (laughs) Craigslist job postings for people to get paid super low money to sell merch like that on like easy up tents. So that's fun.
1: Right. To make it (laughs) seem like they're just doing it out of the because they love Trump so much. They're actually getting paid on Craigslist to do that. So... Good times. Good times. Um, We have quite a few confessions this week. If you want to submit your quarantine confessions, just head to quarantineconfessionspod.com, click contact, and then there'll be a whole menu of things that you can uh, submit. You can submit your quarantine confessions. You can submit good news stories, personal or political. Uh, You can submit uh, just questions, general questions about the website. You can also put your... uh, Corrections in there if we need to make any corrections. Although we don't really have any corrections for quarantine confessions. Oh, I, might, oh, I might make mistakes, but it's more lighthearted. Um, so that's pretty much where you uh, would contact us for, for any of those items. And then, of course, if you want to be a, a patron and get these episodes a day early and ad free, you can go to slash Muller She Wrote. And uh, that's where you sign up to be a patron. You become a patron of Muller She Wrote, the Daily Beans Pod, and Quarantine Confessions, and you get ad free episodes and you get them early. So, and you get a whole bunch of other stuff I'm not going to go into. It's really awesome, though. Best deal in the universe. So, uh, why don't we kick this off um, with, uh, so uh, we have a, a quarantine confession here from Anonymous. And the confession is, there's no pronouns here, confession is, I hate the term social distancing. Hate it. It implies we can't be social. I don't understand why we don't say physical distancing or just distancing. Think about it. If you're sitting right next to someone and you're both on your phones in your own words, even though you're physically close, you're still social distancing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. I think I've heard someone say a similar thing before, that they want to change the language. If anything, yeah, yeah, based on what you're saying to not... Put this idea in people's brains that you know right off the bat they need to feel isolated. So I'm with you. I'm down to start switching up how I reference that. Why not? Yeah.
1: It reminds me of uh, fizzdis. Something George Carlin would say, right? Oh, fizzdis.
0: Yeah, fizzdis. That's <laughs> what I'm gonna call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But you know how uh, this just reminds me of a George Carlin thing because he always questioned language, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. if you're on the airplane and they say, check your immediate seating area. And he's like, it's a seat. It's a goddamn seat. Check around your seat. Yeah. <laughs> um, Or, you know in 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 an emergency situation, we know it's a situation. Mm-hmm. Everything is a situation. <laughs> Just call it an emergency yeah. <laughs> like, that's what this kind of reminds me of. so I thought that was uh, beautifully done. Thank you, anonymous. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, no, I like it. fizzdist.
0: Yes, I like I like it too. And yeah, that is so true, my God. I, I feel like there's nothing worse than being in a room with someone when like everybody, Or just like a whole room of people and everyone's on their phone. That's I feel like that stuff's not going to happen when we come back to the normal times again, because I feel like people will have Mm -hmm. like a newfound appreciation for like being in the same room as another person. You know, at least I will. I know like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. thirst for talking to others with your mouth. Totally. (laughs) And it's just like, fuck my phone, dude. My phone has been my closest friend other than my dog. And that is so pathetic. And I don't like it and i can't wait until i can be with humans again uh physically but also yeah yeah
1: i think uh i think social distancing a good example of social distancing is when i'm at a party and there's a cat <laughs> yeah then I, I am petting the cat of course and and not mingling so that is social distancing of
0: course in fact that's probably the better way to try to direct human behavior too we'll just get a bunch of strategically placed cats in a room find a way to like have them humanely fixed to a certain point, And then that way humans will stay apart from each other. That's the only way I think we're <laughs> going to be able to maintain that.
1: It's so hard. Operation. <laughs> operation cat sec. Yes. Uh, deploy uh, decoys. Uh, three, two, go. Yes. Go, go, go cats. Go cat. Go kitchen cat. Go kitchen cat. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. I feel like we're so innately drawn to each other you know as social human beings so then when when you when you go into the same room it's so hard to like maintain that physical distance because you have such a natural inclination to like move towards each other it's it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting watching how we try Mm. to reintegrate safely back into society
1: i have memories of you know i'm old enough to where we've had parties before cell phones Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know we would go to bars and go to parties and and shit before there were cell phones. Mm-hmm. And you just actually had to speak to other humans yeah. if, to their face. Yeah. And, um, you know, email was just barely a thing at that point. And so that's kind of the it, it's it's very different now. And I, I, I hope you're right. I hope we return to, uh, you know, my college party days when, uh, you you know, you had to interact with humans. Yeah.
0: It's so hot. It's so much hotter that way. That is like if any person wants to get to my heart. Uh, seriously, just, like, keep your phone away and just talk to me. Or, like, if we make if we make a plan, like, our first hangout plan, without a phone, like, before we even know each other's numbers and we're just, like, meet here at this time and we do that, fuck. That's hot as shit, mm-hmm. dude. Get those phones out of there. Also, I'm constantly <laughs> glued to my phone. Um, <laughs> all right, next up from... <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know, it's embarrassing whenever I get those screen time reports. They're like, you're on your phone 97 hours a day, and there aren't 97 hours in a day. Uh, And so I don't even know how you do it. Congratulations, Google. I know,
0: that's so true. I know, and you always think you did better, too, and it's like, your screen time went down 2%. You're like, fuck, I was at least 50 times as miserable trying to not touch my (laughs) phone. How is that possible? Um, Yeah. All right, next up from Confessor Wes, pronouns he him. Wes says, is being Pollyanna-ish a scene? A scene. (laughs) A sin? (laughs) When Trump got elected, I thought that it would be an obvious shit show and the people who made it happen would see the error of their ways. We would unite to make sure it would never happen again. Well, too many scandals to enumerate, the pandemic response or lack thereof, and people are still behind him. I have to confess that I'm losing faith in humanity. If they weren't going to take us all down with them, I would be curious to see how low his supporters would go and how bad things could get. I understand what you're saying, dude. I feel I play that sick thought game in my head, like, how far down the road of fascism can this actually go? Because you have you're being gaslit constantly, but just also entirely faced with evidence of, uh, the, you know, them indeed trying to move towards an authoritarian state. So I'm morbidly curious alongside you, but, uh, yeah, we can't actually wish for that in the universe, obviously.
1: (laughs) Well, I'll say this, Wes, I think that these people have always been there. Uh, we just didn't have the internet, um, and now they do. And so they just seem more prevalent. Uh, especially if you're in quarantine and that's how you mainly interact with other humans is on the, on the socials. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, I mean, I think it's important to understand that they didn't just happen recently. These Trump supporters, Trump, Trump is a symptom. He's not the cause. Right. Uh, And and they've always been there. And um, it's up to us to uh, publicly shame and ridicule them, make racism suck again and just i mean you know that's i think that's kind of all we can do but don't lose faith in humanity listen to our good news block there are so many incredible people and i know that in our little worlds where we live with our with the people who are close to us you know take take respite in in those incredible people and and you know just sort of hey there's also assholes here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: yeah indeed
1: Indeed. Um, (laughs) I know, right? Uh, Let's see. Next up, we have Heidi, uh, pronoun she, her. I live in Iowa. Recently, we were hit with a derecho, a powerful storm of sustained winds at level two hurricane levels. And this one ran from west central Iowa all the way to Chicago, destroying everything in its path. We weren't hit as bad as some places, but our tree line neighborhood was a huge mess and our family was without power or reliable cell service for days. Oh, my God. It was incredibly stressful as the whole town was impacted. No groceries or services, everything and everything emergency related quickly ran out. We had to throw out entire contents of our fridge and freezer. And when the power came back, my daughter and I had the daunting task of replacing it. Here's my confession. As a reward to myself for surviving a sustained power outage during a pandemic... I bought myself a box of 12 vanilla zingers. (laughs) I threw away the empty box before I went to bed that night. I regret nothing.
0: (laughs) Are zingers just Twinkies with like frosting and coconut on top? Yes. And
1: they're so delicious. I remember like if you had, if like if you were a kid with, you know, in your brown bag and your lunch and you had a zinger (laughs) in your fuck or a hostess cupcake, you were swamped mm-hmm. with trade requests.
0: One hundred percent. It was like that with cosmic brownies when I was a kid. It's like uh That sounds like weed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. The mascot was some like trippy zebra. But uh but <laughs> but yeah, it was it was if my memory is correct, someone correct me if I'm wrong. But it's yeah, it it was basically just like a little Debbie reincarnated snack. In fact it might have also just been little Debbie, but it was these delicious little brownies with like rainbow chocolate chip morsels uh oh, so good mm, it was like
1: uh like the like the fruit stripe gum zebra like yeah, that guy yeah
0: yeah except rebranded <laughs> kind of like when the verizon guy switched to sprint <laughs> <laughs> can you hear me now no you're on sprint yeah <laughs> um yeah but
1: then t-mobile bought sprint because you know fuck antitrust laws anyway (laughs) uh we uh we will get back to more confessions and consolidation of corporate power right after this quick message from a sponsor thank you hey everybody it's ag today's podcast is brought to you by mac weldon Fellas, this is for you. Listen up, because Mac Weldon makes the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, basics, hoodies, and sweatpants, and more that you will ever wear. They have reinvented men's essentials with the longest-lasting, highest-quality items available anywhere. Mac Weldon started from scratch, engineering their own fabric, making sure the design process was meticulous so you can count on the fit being the same each time, which is really important. The difference is in the details, so they obsessed over every stitch and every seam until they reached perfection. And Mack Weldon even has a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antim- antimicrobial and they eliminate odor, so you don't stink. And us ladies, we appreciate that. Not only does Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, shirts, and everything else look fantastic, they're extremely versatile and perform incredibly well. They're great for going to work, working out, date nights, or, you know, quarantine life. Mack Weldon's mission is simple, to make sure all your basics and beyond are smartly designed, and shopping for them is easy and convenient, and consistent, I'd like to add. Uh, I recently went to their site to look for some dude gifts, and I f- love the wide selection. It's incredible. All their products look amazing, all beautifully designed with premium fabrics. They make your shopping experience a pleasure. Mac Weldon wants you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep it. And they will still refund you. What? No questions asked. The folks at Mac Weldon have even created their own totally free loyalty program called Weldon Blue. Level 1 gets you free shipping for life. For life! And once you've reached Level 2, by spending $200, Mack Weldon will start giving you 20% off every order for the whole next year. And right now, our listeners can get 20% off your first order. Just visit macweldoncom Starburns and enter promo code Starburns. That's macweldoncom slash And don't forget promo code STARBURNS. You'll be glad you did. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, Jordan, I think you have the
0: next one from Jay. Yes. Next up from Jay. uh, Pronoun she, her. She says, I'm in my 60s and my daughter is almost 40. We live an eight-hour drive apart from each other, so we haven't seen each other for a long time during the pandemic. We both love the old TV show Mystery Science Theater 3000. So during the (laughs) pandemic... I knew you were going to love that. Um... So during the pandemic every Sunday morning, we do the same thing as was done in that show. We simultaneously stream an old TV show and text each other snarky comments making fun of the show we were watching at the same time. Our favorite old shows to send up include uh, Matlock, Hawaii Five-0, Star Trek, and of course, Murder, She Wrote. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> we decided to set up an episode of walker texas ranger it's one of the easiest shows to make fun of because the plots are so predictable as we started the episode we were texting back and forth derogatory comments about walker texas ranger fans and that we couldn't believe that anyone would like this poorly written show but the episode drew us in <laughs> The episode was about a small town in Texas where the sheriff and his three deputies were absolutely the most racist cops on the planet. They wouldn't let black people eat at the local cafe. They punched Hispanic youth and threw them into jail for no reason. Luckily, the last two minutes of the show was Walker beating the living shit out of the four racist cops. (laughs) After making fun of people who watched the show at the beginning, we were completely into that part of the show, texting messages to each other like, kick him in the groin, shovel in the face, ooh, his nuts are going to hurt for a week, kiss your racist teeth bye that's <laughs> amazing um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that is by court to confession months of isolation and boiling hatred of racism made my daughter and me fans of walker texas ranger well for two minutes <laughs> hey oh my god i okay yes
1: <laughs> this is my fucking favorite uh first of all i love mystery science theater 3000 i used to make cardboard cutouts of uh tom servo and crow and joel like the little silhouette that you could buy to tape on your television so that everything you watched was Mystery Science Theater 3000. If you've got <laughs> some spare time, I recommend picking up some construction paper and making yourself a little uh, you know, silhouette of them to just put on the bottom of your television screen. It really adds to the flavor. And um, I, I, we used to do this too, and we did it with the news. Now, I may, may I make one recommendation? If you thought Walker Texas Ranger was hilarious and ridiculous and ripe for Mystery Science Theater 3000 picking... Try The Greatest American Hero. I believe it is now streaming on Netflix or Hulu. It is deliciously awful, and you will have the best time mst 3 king it up. I promise you.
0: Hell yeah. I love... uh, I've never seen any of these shows except for Star Trek. And what is... uh, What were some of the other ones in there? I have some watching to do for sure. I've heard all of these referenced. Yeah, it's so funny. I've heard all of those referenced so much, but I've never just watched it, but I need to. Um, but... Oh, they're terrible. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because that, that's what I was going to say, is like, I look back... One of the reasons why I feel like I never go back and watch old shows is because I, I, I see them referenced all the time enough to like get the gist of it. But whenever I do actually watch an episode, I'm like, yeah, this is fucking horrible. This is so bad. However, what a nice surprise that they had a progressive moment in there because I feel like... Yeah, my my preconception of those fans is that that would not be something that would play well to that audience. But I have no fucking idea. Who knows? Now I feel like I have to watch it, mm-hmm. Wa- Walker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know the first time I even heard that show was in Ricky Bobby, Talladega Nights, but he's like introducing <laughs> his kids, and he's like Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now you have to
1: um check out Mr. Science Theater Three Thousand if you haven't. And. You know, the old episodes are, are awesome, but there's also a new, more relatively new seasons. And, you know, our friend Hampton Yount does Tom Servo's voice and it's they've kind of millennialed it up. It's really, really good. You should check it out uh, on Hulu. Um, but it, just such an incredible, beautiful, fantastic show. I know those guys. They're awesome people. And I love the Riff Tracks stuff. You can also follow them at Riff Tracks, T-R-A-X-X, I think, maybe. Um anyway, just so much fun and I'm so glad you got and murder she wrote. Thank you. That's great. <laughs> That's I see you wink wink. Yeah. All right, next up. From Confessor Anonymous, pronouns she/her. In quarantine, I have been blessed with perfect the perfect-aged kids, 10 and 13, not old enough to be out there behaving like irresponsible teens and 20-somethings and not too young or dependent to drive us totally crazy. They can get themselves breakfast, lunch, and snacks, wipe their own bottoms, keep themselves generally entertained, and even trusted to behave safely enough to do socially distanced visits in person, in person with friends from time to time. Excuse me, physical distance uh, visits in <laughs> person from time to time. There's only one problem with being quarantined for months on end with kids this age, and that's sex. There is no sneaking sexual activity of any kind. They are just old enough to know what it is and just young enough that we don't really need them to know any more than they already do. Despite the best efforts of my husband and I, they still enter bedrooms and bathrooms and walk right up to showers unannounced. No place is safe. (laughs) Um, one stage of life detail I do not consider a blessing. My sex drive is through the roof while my husband's is naturally waning in our middle age. It's a cruel trick of hormones that now I am like a teenage boy and my husband has all the interest of a teenage girl. So <laughs> not one, not one to let biology get me down. I have taken to making 3 a.m. solo missions with my vibrators <laughs> to the guest bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> solo missions. You know how many parsecs that is? Okay. One of our spring and summer strategies, however, is a thing I call geographic distancing. We spend much time and carefully made many missions to a longtime family home on the water in a less populated zone of the state to change the cage, (laughs) as it were. During these missions, I would pack the family meds, shared toiletries and crafts, and portable plastic drawer unit for ease. This arrangement lacked the necessary privacy to bring along my vibrator, and I took to leaving it behind after a sweet goodbye (laughs) before each trip. We ultimately made it through these trips that that was no longer sufficient, so one day in desperation, I bought one of those vibrating toothbrushes at the grocery store. Oh my
0: god. As
1: as an incognito vibrator. It has the benefit of disguise if one of my kids were to come across it, but it's also enough of a personal item that I wouldn't have to worry about anyone just (laughs) randomly picking it up and using it. Bonus. It has, it has many interesting surfaces to explore in combination with my own many unusual surfaces, so much so that it has now become my incognito travel vibrator of choice. <laughs> Thank you, Leguminati, for all you do. I will not say that you totally keep me sane of late, but I will say listening to you keeps me less insane while digesting the daily onslaught of where we find ourselves in terms of current events. And that's okay <laughs> that I take second fiddle to an electric toothbrush vibrator. I am fine with that.
0: Yes. Yeah. I love uh, That's amazing. I love that ingenuity. I now wonder how many people are using their electric toothbrushes as vibrators. I'm also wondering if you're, in my family, any toothbrush is fair game. So it would not make a difference at all. Your plan of picking an incognito vibrator that uh, wouldn't have anyone touch it. I wonder. I wonder if that's true across all families. In which case, that's hilarious, and that's a great meet the parents slapstick humor moment. If your freaking <laughs> old dad puts your incognito <laughs> vibrator's mouth, that's nice and disgusting. That's so funny. I love. I love that. I love that so much. Oh, my God. Yeah, since I, uh, personal hygiene
1: aside, since I, you know, since we can no longer go to estheticians right now, and I would usually go wax every six to eight weeks, you know, Brazilian. But you and I are gingery, so, you know, it's not a a chore we have to do every four weeks. No. Um, I, uh, we can't do that. So what I have taken to is using my ex-husband's beard trimmer, Um and and if he wants it back in the divorce I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. So that's that's what's happening in my in my life. Yeah. I think I might have I think I might have talked to about that before.
0: That's so funny. I I've just not been shaving. I am a mm. completely full-bushed woman everywhere currently. Mm. Yeah, everywhere.
1: Oh, yeah. I can't do it. I'm just so used to it.
0: It's to the point where I can't I don't even want to start. It's like looking at a freaking cornfield. It's like field. hoarders
1: when you walk into the
0: house and you're like, where do I start cleaning? I don't even know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead, I'm just, uh, I'm just changing my ideals to fit the body hair now. <laughs> I'm like, mm. yeah, this is... This is fine. This is all definitely feminism fueled and nothing else. But I I have You're like, do you really believe in that? No, but I have to. It's quarantine. Yeah. I only I the it. only part that I do shave is like all of my pants cuz I'm super tall. Like none of them actually go down to my actual ankles. They all like stop above my ankles, not to mention pants are just kind of made that way in general now. So I have I have uh, this exposed ankle region and that's the only part that I'll shave. So at any point in time and this is pre-during or post-covid god willing if we ever fucking get there it's uh it's you'll always if you're ever lucky enough to take off my pants or see me with my pants off (laughs) the bottom eighth is gonna be like freaking bald eagle dude and then the rest is just completely just full bushed yeti legs (laughs)
1: reminds me of being a teenager when you wanted to start shaving your legs and your mom was like only up to the knees yeah you had like hairy thighs and and shiny calves exactly
0: but mine's like that up to my mid shin the the, the rest (laughs) (laughs) the rest is because i care i don't want people to see my ankles for some reason and be like yeah i don't know it's a very weird psychological thing i have going on there but somehow in my brain if i ever (laughs) hook up with someone again got it's not looking good but if i ever hook up with someone again then i'm just like yeah they'll just have to live with it but the people on the street seeing my ankles <laughs> i feel like i need to be bald for them
1: <laughs> i don't know why i imagine you like making out with a guy and every time he puts his hand on you somewhere you just move it down to your smooth ankle like you just... <laughs> yeah it's no, just just here just
0: here exactly
1: um that's incredible um we have uh uh, we have more masturbation confessions, but we need to take a quick break. So uh, stick around. Hi, Coco. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's AG and the next Quarantine Confessions brought to you by the good folks at Raycon. If you've been listening to the podcast for a bit, I'm sure you've heard me rave about Raycon. They make the best wireless earbuds anywhere and for a fraction of the cost. And everybody needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, especially nowadays when we're on so many Zoom calls. Uh, Instead of spending a couple hundred bucks on a pair, check out Raycon. Their earbuds start at half the price of other premium wireless earbuds on the market and they sound just as amazing or even better than some of the top audio brands. Their newest model is called the Everyday E25 earbuds and they're the best ones, yet with six hours of playtime, seamless, seamless Bluetooth pairing, and really rich bass, and they're a more compact design. It gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. Uh, I love them because they're comfortable. They don't give me a headache, and uh, and they're so inexpensive and affordable, I was able to buy a couple of pairs because I'm always losing everything. Uh, but they're, again, more comfortable than other wireless options I've tried, and they're stylish and discreet. They don't have dangling wires or those little antennas sticking up so when you're on a Zoom call, you look great. Uh, also, it's no wonder celebrities like Snoop, Cardi B, and Melissa Etheridge all use Raycons. Uh, I'm sure they have lots of other stuff in common, too. So pick up your pair of Raycon wireless earbuds and see what the hype is all about. Now is the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get your 15% off at buyraycon.com starburns. That's buy, B-U-Y, Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N, dot com starburns for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Again, buyraycon.com starburns
0: hey everybody welcome back moving along with our a plenty quarantine confessions uh thank you for everyone that sent this in by the way we haven't said thank you yet next up is from our confessor named anonymous pronounce she her another masturbation one coming at you fuck yes i found a way to masturbate at every job i've ever had Fear of getting caught was part of the thrill. Totally get that. I never got caught and I don't know what would or should have happened to me if I had been. Uh, But that's neither here nor there. I work from home now and live alone. Getting caught is pretty much impossible unless I do it on the stoop. (laughs) Oh my god. The pandemic has really taken the edge off of my work hour self-care sessions. (laughs) Dude. That's so funny, I pre- that is a confession right there that <laughs> that's a good one,
1: right? Like it used to be part of the thrill uh to fear <laughs> that you were gonna get caught and and you know what's great is you say you never got caught that you know of right true, hey,
0: think about the amount of people um, in this world that would see that and actually have the guts to say something that is like point zero 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 one percent, so you have no fucking idea if you've been caught,
1: yeah. I mean, unless you have, like, a small work restroom, you know you're the only person in there. But there could be somebody hiding with feet up in the stall next to you masturbating, <laughs> too, and being quiet. And then listening to you and then waiting until you leave to, for them to finish. Yeah. You don't know.
0: Just a bunch of paranoid masturbators with their legs spread up on either side of the stall. <laughs> that's, just, like...
1: that's a funny that's a funny cartoon, right? Like, like, four stalls. Everyone's, like, looking around, feet up, you know. Uh, oh, that's great. I love it. Thank you for that confession. That was a good one. Yes. Um, next up, Confessor Arthur, for uh, pronouns he/him. COVID has thrown a lot of things into stark relief on the national level: Trump's incompetence, systemic racism, failures in our healthcare system, information and education gaps. Personally, though, it showed me how boring I am. Seriously, I have been content without concerts, restaurants, parties, all of that. I thought I might find out what my real interests were during this time. Deep down, I just want to eat and be on my couch. I'm good with that. <laughs> that reminds me of somebody. I think it was a tweet, and I can't remember who said it, but they're like, I never understood the phrase go big or go home. I think they seriously underestimate how much I want to go home.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely it's like when you're a kid that gets banished to your room and you're like dope i fucking hate the world this is the best
1: i hated it as an extrovert but uh that's the, that's it's so funny so yeah i mean i know so many people who are empaths and introverts and they are loving quarantine because they don't feel pressure to go out and be social And, uh, that's a a thing. Like, I don't understand. I don't know what that's like because I'm, I always want to go out and be social. And, um, and so it's, it's just, it's interesting to have conversations with, with my friends that, that are like that and how they have so much more energy now because it's not drained by, you know, being empathic to others in a social situations. And so it's just, it's really fascinating. It's really fascinating.
0: I agree completely. I always considered myself an extrovert and I'm finding that I fucking love this. I love this actually. And when things go back to normal, I probably won't change how I live my life that much. <laughs> Next up, from Confessor Phil, pronounce he him. I am a heterocyst male. My girlfriend uh my girlfriend loves watching rupaul's drag race i've dressed in drag before but used to leave it to halloween seeing as how halloween is likely canceled and my girlfriend is running out of drag race episodes i put on a couple i put on a couple of shows for her during lockdown we'll probably continue doing this after there's a vaccine too i'm no hero but if i was i would want to be wonder woman to see my girlfriend laugh at me (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that's so sweet oh yes i love it it's so that's super fun. Aww. Yeah. Is this that's a really fun, sweet confession. Heterosis male
1: boyfriend puts on RuPaul Drag Race at home for girlfriend. Yes. Uh, I
0: love it. I love that too.
1: Phil, you need a you need a drag name. Let us know what it is. We could be you could be Phyllis Killer. I like that. Um yep. play on words for Phyllis Diller and your Phil. Yes. Uh all right. Next up. Um let's see. Next confessor is anonymous, pronouns he him. Bless me, beans, for I must confess, as much as it pains me to say this, but I have sympathy for the Jerry Falwell Jr. and his wife thing. So let me explain. On one hand, the brand of Christianity he stands for is abhorrent and drives me further into the state of being agnostic atheist. On the other hand, the further confirmation of suspicions that he and his wife were non-monogamous has me a little sad for the public ridicule that's coming their way. My wife and I have been married for 16 years and have become non-monogamous in the uh, in the last couple of years. Specifically, our style is that she can explore her sexuality with anyone she wishes with my encouragement. We now have a much closer, more honest, and intimate relationship because of it and a lot more sex. So when I hear further confirmation of the pool person saga trying to stay gender equitable uh, that has been long suspected of the Falwells, my immediate reaction is, right on, man. Then I get the shivers for having empathy for such a hypocritical shit stain of a human being. I must also confess that it hurts a little when I see internet memes and comments making fun of them enjoying the services of a pool person. For instance, Jerry is not participating in the convention. He only likes to watch. (laughs) Don't get me wrong; it's a good joke, and I laughed. But I wish I could respond to those by saying, "Don't knock it until you've tried it." In the meantime, fuck that guy for bringing bad mojo to us kinky folks. Thanks for being radical, ladies, and podcasting. I'm a patron; I've listened every day since I heard Ag give an interview to Mike Pesca on his podcast a few years ago. I don't listen to that one anymore. uh oh, we, we we poached you, we poached you, anonymous, and um, we did tweet, we did tweet out uh, to be clear about the Falwells we do not kink shame we support kink autonomy and consent we do uh we are you know we do we will hypocrisy shame and so i think that's kind of where uh where i draw the line is the same place you draw the line uh he him because i am i support kink i support you do you um non monogamy polyamory whatever you are into as long as you're consenting adults fucking do it high five that actually makes you kind of cooler than you were Jerry Falwell but um to to be out uh in support of raising money for gay conversion therapy and 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 being part of shaming that kind of open sexual lifestyle uh as a as a hardcore christian that sucks so i i i totally know exactly where you're coming from it's a weird it's a weird
0: dynamic yeah i agree i second everything that you said and we run into this a lot whether you know it's like like lady <laughs> lady g Right, um, <laughs> like Lindsey Graham, and and all of that stuff too. It's like zero part of that criticism is actually about the acts themselves. It is about everything that you lobby for, in spite of you know that freer expression of sexuality that you Who condemn. You are. And yeah, exactly. And it's like it it just becomes it just becomes the hip the hypocrisy. One hundred percent is what's gross about it, and the actual harm mm-hmm. that you do to anybody that wants to live freely like that on their own it's not okay for them to do it but it's okay for you to do it and that's not fair and that's wrong Mm -hmm. yes especially if you're passing legislation
1: that hurts exactly um people in the lgbtq plus community or people of other lifestyles
0: so it's it's tough exactly it's tough totally we're on the same page as you though yeah uh all right our final confession coming from jessica the stay-at-home wonder of alaska Ooh, i love that (laughs) 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 pronouns Ah, uh, she, her. Uh, Jessica says, "Forgive me, Satan, for I have sinned—the sin of gratuitous masturbation." Yes, more masturbation. Dude, it's, the,
1: <laughs> it's the self-service episode. Yeah,
0: that's so funny and random. Um, why? My weapon of choice is a Hitachi wand. That plugs it to the wall. I have one for home and one for travel. I have horrendously murdered them both. <laughs> They're 90 bucks a pop, so I fucked myself $150 worth. <laughs> my math might be off. My brain is cloudy. Uh, so now I have another reason to hate Trump. Not only has his fuckery delayed my meds via the VA pharmacy, delayed my kids' homeschool supplies, and made living in Alaska just that little bit harder, he has also made it so that I can't orgasm until Christmas, maybe. If these alone aren't grounds for impeachment and removal, I don't know what is. (laughs) Add to the fact that I'm stuck at home with three kids, have ADHD and depression, and my husband has to randomly fly off for work, so planning is out the window right now. Uh, I am now a certifiably miserable person. My real confession? I'm one more major inconvenience away from stripping off my clothes, pulling my hair out, and running through the Alaskan interior, shrieking like a banshee.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God, Jessica. You and I have so much in common. Okay. <laughs> First of all, uh, Hitachi, good choice. 90 bucks pop, yes. Uh, now, uh, his fuckery delayed your meds via the VA pharmacy. I My meds are also delayed via VA pharmacy. I have PTSD, not ADHD. So we both have four letters in our diagnosis. Um, then I, But I don't also don't have kids, and I don't have a husband. So, yeah. But now that your mail is so delayed that you can't get a new Hitachi one... That is grounds for impeachment and removal. I concur, and I think you should call. You should call your state rep uh, and see. uh, Is it Murkowski? See, see, send Murkowski a letter and be like, "Hey, I know you're with me on this. Uh, The mail is delayed. Yes, VA meds, et cetera, et cetera. But I can't get my damn vibrators, and this is a national emergency. Can you please do something about the postal service? Can you please put back together?" The uh the vibrator sorting machines so that we can get uh we can get this back up back up and running. Um, I would just be a fun letter to write to Murkowski and then send it to us. You know, yes, copy, stamped, receive yes. date filed, so that I can make sure that Lisa Murkowski got it. Or, you know, record yourself leaving a voicemail about the yeah about the
0: em- emergency that you're facing because it is yeah self care is important yeah so important. Um. Thank you for all the masturbating confessions everybody. <laughs> it's rare that we get this. This was a good one.
1: <laughs> yeah. And we got three in one show. One one per segment. So, everyone, thank you. Please say five Rachel Maddows and don't watch any of the RNC. It's absolutely ridiculous. And uh, although it will be over by the time you hear this episode, thank God. Uh, but um, you know, follow us on Twitter at Jordan's Confused and at Allison Gill and at Muller She Road and at Daily Beans Pod, and um, give this uh, give this podcast a rating and subscribe if you haven't. We would love it and share it with friends if you're you know if you got nothing else to do, um, because your vibrator hasn't come in the mail, (laughs) um, or you could just listen to our podcast really really loud and maybe the headphones will vibrate. I don't know.
0: Ooh, I like the toothbrush idea. I think that just solved a that lot of people's problems. toothbrush idea is good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think so, too. Everyone, uh, go forth and uh, love and serve the pod. And thank you so much for listening. And again, go to QuarantineConfessionsPod.com to submit your quarantine confessions. We will be back next week. And we'll be back on the Daily Beans Pod Monday morning, bright and early, Sunday night for patrons ad-free. Thank you so much. Any final thoughts, Jordan?
0: Not for me. All right.
1: Everybody, take care of yourselves. I'm just going to say that because it's a masturbation episode. Everybody, <laughs> take care of yourselves. I've been A.G. I've
0: been Jordan Coburn. And this is the end of the show.
1: Quarantine Confessions is brought to you by MSW Nation and Starburns Audio. Engineering by Mackenzie Mazell, with quality assurance by Kenai Williams and Amanda Reeder. Writing and research by A.G., Jordan Coburn, Amanda Reeder, and our listeners. Our copywriter is Jesse Egan. Web design and branding is by Joel Reeder of Moxie Design Studios. And our website is QuarantineConfessionsPod.com.